Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Number one for the one and only, DNVR. Two girls out to Zach Mays, RK at the bar. Three for Mr. B. Couple with Breck, brew and a friend, bleed orange and blue to the bitter end. Come and join us, DDNVR. We are DNVR. We are DNVR. We are live here from Studio A at the DNVR bar. And like it has many times before, the A stands for Aaron. Yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> does and look at us the three of us here to talk about a ron great to be with you guys mm-hmm. also great to be presented to you by msu denver online msu denver.edu slash online where you can scope out all they have to offer and they have lots to offer 75 um online and hybrid programs 450 total classes there's something for everyone over there and if you are looking to maintain a full-time job while furthering your education there's no better place to go than msu denver.edu slash online my boys, what is up? Who is this Aaron guy that we're going to be talking about? He seems to always be in the news. A teammate of Balake, at least last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this Aaron Rodgers stuff, I, I just mm. think it's funny now. Like, I know a lot of people are bothered by it. Yeah. We get a lot of comments. Stop talking about Aaron Rodgers. No, first of all, no. Um, second of all... <laughs> You gotta just lean. You have to just li- like. You have to lean into it. Well, that's what he's doing. Yes. that's for sure. But like the fact that um, it came, it comes out the other day that he was he just come out of a twelve day cleanse, and you know he was just feeling immense gratitude. Like that's objectively hilarious. It's totally teasing us. Yes, a hundred percent. And uh, the fact that he went on Pat McAfee, which, by the way, was teased an extraordinary amount. I believe even Pat said a big announcement was coming. Big news was going to come from that. And then on that show, he he tells Pat, "Oh no, I didn't mean to to psych anyone out with my Twitter post la- or with my Instagram last night. I, I wasn't trying to uh, lead anyone astray." Oh my goodness, give me a break. How about the like hooking up the homie though? You know, like. How dope would it be if John Elway was like, um, I'm going on the yeah. DNVR Broncos yeah. podcast tomorrow. You might want to tune in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was, it's, it's so cool that he hooked him up. And what? He had like 100, they had 140,000 
online viewers at one point during his show. Incredible. I just how I many of them turned it off right after no news today? Because yeah, they were still hovering above. That's about amazing. Thousand. Because I literally I heard no news today. I just clicked, <laughs> tweeted the quote, went Wait, to the press conference. Out of curiosity, have you guys read about this cleanse? Oh yes. Yes. Have you talked about this cleanse? A little bit, but not, not off air. Yeah, not the not the details of it. Yeah. The, I, the, the, I, the, I learned what ghee was for the first time oh, though. Yeah. I didn't know what that it's was. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I cook with ghee, but um, the, so the multiple enemas. We're gonna talk about this right now because <laughs> it, it's too good to just skip by. We gotta hit the bullet points here. Um, okay. Starts with the in, in, administration of emetic drugs that induce a severe spell of vomiting. To clean mm -hmm. the upper gut. Mm -hmm. Totally normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, forced diarrhea that purges and cleanses the bowel. Okay. Also mm -hmm. very normal. I, just the natural kind of process. Sometimes you, you got to clean the pipes. You can't think about that without wondering, is it at the same time? Do I we don't have know. A, do we have a bucket? You have to wonder that about a lot of this stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, medicated enema used to cleanse the accumulated toxins through the colon. Okay. Nasal administration of medicated oil to cleanse the accumulated toxin. Okay. Everything's slipping and sliding. It sounds like you could have just point. taken some Zupu. There's something called mm -hmm. uh, Raktamogshana, which is a mm -hmm. procedure done to cleanse the blood. Ooh. Seems dangerous. It does, yes. Uh, three days of consuming ghee <laughs> until you evacuate at both ends. <laughs> How many times do we need to evacuate at both ends? It's I, a very good point. I, I don't know. And for, for those of you that don't know that ghee was, maybe I'm the only one that didn't know. It's pretty much butter. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I really hope butter. there were a lot of toilets at this... Uh, cleansing facility i mean one day of therapeutic vomiting vomiting is very therapeutic as everyone says which you know i was thinking about this like if, when you have the spins vomiting can be that's therapeutic. very true do you think you get the spins from butter you probably get the spins from having nothing inside of you that's true yep mm -hmm. uh one day laxative therapy again we got <laughs> more stuff coming out uh, three days of herb drops in nose. That seems pretty mild. Yeah, that, that seems very... I would do that one. Is that on one of the same days as all the other stuff is going on? Or is this a separate day? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. Many days of enemas. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I thought we already talked about this. And then finally, yoga and meditation throughout. Mm, mm -hmm. Yes, of course. Of course. I'll do the last one and the herb drops. How can you really meditate, though, if you've got to run to the bathroom over all that... Maybe oh, there are no bathrooms involved. Maybe it's just, just let it everything fly. happens where and when it happens. That would kind of fit with this, wouldn't Maybe it? Maybe that's Dude. why you put the herb drops in your nose. So, you don't have to smell <laughs> right. it. so they're not using the toilet paper. They're using the three seashells if they're trying to go all natural here. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I can't believe a human would do this to themselves. Yeah, voluntarily. Yes. How about maybe that's his punishment for not winning the Super Bowl? Maybe he tells himself mm. every year. I have to do this cleanse if I don't win the Super Bowl. Speaking of not doing the Super Bowl, I guess it's my turn after Aaron uh, because I lost in the DNVR oh, Madden Super did, Bowl yesterday. You did, but you got there. You got further than Aaron. Shout out to Timmy, uh, the commissioner, the yep. OG commissioner of the DNVR Madden League for winning his first Super Bowl, at least since it, since the league went to 32 teams. Yep. Um, he deserves it. You and doing we, okay? We've, you know what? I'm like 100% at peace. Wow. Um, Did you do a cleanse after? No. What happened is I just got straight up outplayed. Like, he was just better than me in the game. And I, so you, like, it's right. not like Madden glitched out on right. me right. or like, not I like threw, the last time. I like threw a pass to an open guy that was like intercepted, right. you know, right. like I just right. lost. Yep. And, and, 
you know, I was happy for Timmy. So I got over it pretty easily. I legitimately didn't lose a wink of sleep, which did not happen to me the last time I lost in the Super Bowl. You you honestly sound like you're Aaron Rodgers right now. You sound like you're coming with a grateful approach right now. Do you have any news to break or maybe even you want to tease? Are you trading a big quarterback after this year? No, I think we're going team run it back. You don't do that often. I'm going to evacuate my bowels and (laughs) run it right back. Wow. And which method are you using to evacuate those bowels? There's many. Uh, I think I'm going to do the one where you, um, put butter up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it is that how he does it? I, or is you know, it through the body? I think that's just part of like the lubricating process. Oh, for the enemas. <laughs> no, I thought you're eating. You're eating the ghee, right? I mean. You know, a lot of times people have complained on this podcast that we make them hungry right around lunchtime. Not happening today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Unless you're a big fan of butter. You guys go ahead and and push off lunch another hour. (laughs) Someone said you just go to Casa Bonita. Uh, Activate the same cleanse. Oh, yeah, I, I'm down for the Casa Bonita. Maybe, cleanse. but maybe the that's not day the Casa Bonans. But maybe that's not the same anymore. Now that it's actually getting a real chef in there. That's true. Yeah. maybe it won't be Cleanza Bonita after all. <laughs> There's <laughs> always Taco Bell. Um, that's true. That, that you know, that's just good food. It is. It's so good. I could go for a crunch wrap right now. Now <laughs> we can eat. Now yeah. we can eat again. Now that we were we're back. <laughs> so shout out to the Pincha Karma Cleanse, uh, Aaron Rodgers, man. One weird dude. Would you do it to guarantee Aaron Rodgers comes here? Absolutely. 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 Twelve days, Mace. Would you? Uh, no. I How would... much weight do you think you lose? Oh on this gosh, thing? it's got to be a ton. <laughs> like like dozens of yes, pounds. It, I mean, it I, has to be. That's something yeah. like a wrestler. I would think would do right before a fight if they really needed to drop pounds. I want to know in the chat. Would you do the Panchakarma cleanse to guarantee Aaron Rodgers? Honestly, goes? it's the vomiting that loses me. I get, you know, I get the enemas. I get the, uh, you, you know, get the enemas. I mean, you understand. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes you've got to clean out the pipes. I understand that completely. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you, can I go into TMI territory? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> we, we are way pa- actually we've gone I way we past TMI territory. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that Aaron Rodgers talking about this made me think. It's time for a little clean out myself. Wow. Okay. We're uh, well, when it gets to that point, and you that's guys it. Are doing that's this all I'm going to say. We're doing remote pods. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it would be funny just to see me like, gotta go. Just... I don't know. It, according to the cleanse, you may have to just sit there. That, yeah, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> yes, maybe we can get be. some like plastic wrap for the couches. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. And that'll wrap it up for us today on the DMVR Broncos podcast. I think, right. I think also in, in part of it, the, the non- cleanse part of this uh, thing is you said meditation they're supposed you're not supposed to watch television mm. or be on any devices or anything like that does, it's a mental cleanse as well as a physical does cleanse. the monitor count as watching television yeah probably <laughs> i'm afraid uh, are you reading it we could go no monitor but is you tr- it, are you allowed to talk sports with your friends it's a good question does mm. that go hand in hand with meditation yeah, maybe it's like anti-meditation. I couldn't yeah. tweet, so that would kind of ruin my job. Mm. Yeah. This, is, this is like how observant Jews discuss, you know, what technology they can use on the Sabbath, right? Zach, you could yeah. just schedule out your what we learned with yeah. the Broncos oh. today, and yeah. just say like, what we learned with the Broncos today. Not sure doing the class. <laughs> oh man, a lot of time on the toilet. Scheduled tweet. <laughs> uh, you, you said in advance, and then everything else you rely on other like machines to do it for you, right? I'm half yeah. tempted to to say that if they get Aaron Rodgers, I'll do the cleanse and celebration. I thought you would say that. Like I thought you, because I briefly considered saying just for just for fun that 
if they got it, I would do I would do it. But I'm reading the details. I'm like I'm like no, you lost. Me. They lose me at the vomiting. See, they That's lose the me thing. at the they, blood cleansing. Mm. I, I don't want to die. Yeah, it does sound like something, especially when you're mixing diarrhea and yeah. vomiting. And if it were cleansing. so, if it were so bad, wouldn't it have been abandoned because it killed people? That's true. Because this, true. this, do, you, do I get like a? Yeah, there's a history with this. It's like been a around guide? for a while. Like, will Shailene come and just make sure I, yeah. everything's going right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have to be included. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I don't really think it's safe for me to just do this on my own i don't think so yeah. or, or why don't you just go on like a 12-day beer cleanse where all you do is drink beer i've been doing that for okay, the last 12 days it, doesn't and do and it hasn't worked it hasn't no. worked it hasn't brought air in here it requires proper guidance from a highly trained and skillful okay. ayurvedic practitioner there are ayurvedic practitioners here in denver do they I do, do i just like they just stay by my side i'm not I sure they want to be by your side during this <laughs> What uh, the last thing I have here? It, the only thing it mentions eating is ghee. Is this the only thing you get to eat? It's a good question. I think I saw something where you douse the ghee in vegetables. You douse the vegetables in ghee. I don't know. Maybe veg you may be dousing <laughs> the ghee in vegetables because of uh, how much butter you're eating. Leave it to me to come uh, back on the show and derail us for the first <laughs> sixteen minutes of the show. Yeah, Pancha Karma is detoxifying. Once the toxin is identified, we give food that activates the particular dosha in the body before eliminating it. Wait, is For example, like evaluating the, yeah, that's the diarrhea? Your Ayurvedic vomit? experts around. <laughs> trying so, to not say those yeah. words anymore. Oh, For wow. example, before Varichana-induced purgation, we serve foods that are sour in nature, like mm -hmm. tamarind and pineapple. I, like I, could, I love pineapple. Things. You could actually do pineapple mm. and tamarind together. What yeah. about covered in butter? Butter. Eh, yeah. not, not, not ideal. But <laughs> someone, and then someone said, "Will it clean uh, his? Will it cleanse his bloated uh, ego?" It kind of uh, did, right? Because then he just hopped on in. Uh, he hopped on IG and just thanked everyone. Yes. And and on top of that, on Tuesday on Pat McAfee, he apologized to everyone who who I think he said was dragged the through this. Fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So it did a little bit, and then he goes <sighs> off the radar Wednesday, or no, Thursday, yesterday, or no, Wednesday, yesterday, and then today he pops back up again. So that mm. lasted 24 hours. Well, what did he pop back up again today? Just that uh, he's going to make his decision soon. A report from Diana Rossini said that he is going to make his decision soon. Then she went on to explain it and said in the next week or so. So, I mean, we're pretty much still on the same timeline. Yeah. When Aaron or what Aaron's maintained throughout this whole process is he wants a decision by the time the franchise tag has to be placed for Devontae Adams specifically. That deadline is March 8th that they can start placing the franchise tag as of this past Tuesday. So we're less than two weeks away from a decision, and uh, Danny Rossini says it's going to happen within the next week or so. Well, we're about to go to the number one news-breaking place in the NFL world, the NFL Combine. Yeah, Maybe something's going to come out then. Mm, would not be shocked about that. And what I found very interesting from Dan Rossini's report this morning on Twitter, she said Aaron Rodgers will be informing the Packers of his decision soon, per league sources. Then she goes on. I'm told there are multiple teams with offers on the table, but of course, nothing can happen until the Green Bay Packers allow a trade. Now, that second part wasn't sourced, 
But she didn't have to go and say how there's multiple offers for a trade. She could have said how the Packers are waiting with open arms for him to come back. She could have followed that in any direction, either retirement, uh, either with him coming back or a trade. And she decided to go the trade route. I found that fascinating. I think it's just what's news is change. If he stays, it's status quo. I think that's that's why she led it there. I, I I don't again. I think you maybe we're reading too much into a report here. Uh, well, oh. I, so she, the first part was from a source yeah. uh, about Aaron Rodgers making his decision soon. The Packers wouldn't be leaking that, would they? They don't exactly know when Aaron Rodgers is going to make his well, decision. Rodgers said on Tuesday he was going to make a decision. Soon. Yeah, but so I, I don't know if that's <clears throat> breaking news there. But she said the next week. Mm-hmm. It could end up being the next mm-hmm. two weeks. But I will say this, if you just reached out to a source within the Packers and said, hey, what's the deal? And they, they it's not necessarily a leak if they respond and say, um, well, we're told something's coming in the next week. Why would then she, wouldn't you think if she talked to the Packers, they wouldn't have followed it with No, I think they would. Trade? I think they would oh. to test, to see what the market is. So you think that the Packers are open to a trade? Because Brian Gutenkunst had his press conference on Wednesday and he kind of backtracked on what was publicly thought was an agreed-upon deal this this offseason where they would trade Aaron Rodgers if he wanted to, and he backtracked a little bit. What did he say? Uh, he said, we are not looking into that. We don't want to even entertain that right now. Mm, interesting. <clears throat> I'll just say it's your job as a general manager to see what moves you can make for your team, and I don't think it's the worst thing to say, yeah, there's multiple offers on the table. We'll see what happens. That leaks out there. Well, now everyone who has an interest in Aaron Rodgers is going to send over an offer. Man, to me, though, with this getting out there, I think that opens the door for Aaron Rodgers. If he hadn't been thinking about it before, now he thinks, huh, Green Bay is open to trading me? Oh, maybe I will think about, instead of just retirement or Packers, maybe I'll think about going back there or going somewhere else. I think that would be a risky game to play for Green Bay because, honestly, guys, I I didn't hang up on the Aaron Rodgers-Pat McAfee conversation when he said no news is coming. I listened to the whole thing, and, boy, it was giving me big-time vibes of retirement or uh, just going back to the Packers. It, it, it didn't feel like there was a decision on if he wanted to play for another team. It really just felt like retirement or Packers. Do you Were think you he's decided the already? numbers just drop off? Uh, I think it, I th- it was still over 100,000. Oh, wow. What did you say, Mace? Do you think he's decided already? No. I think that's why he did the cleanse okay. for clarity. <laughs> I'll say and, and clarified I mean, butter. Because <laughs> Andrew Brandt, who has worked for the Packers, and was actually the one who, to his credit, said he thought Rodgers would come back and play last year for the Packers and then would go somewhere else. He said he tweeted this out yesterday morning, quote, I do believe Aaron Rodgers knows what he wants to do and has known for a while. We don't know, but he does. And then someone asked him, do you think Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst know what he wants to do? And he responded, I think they have a good idea, but they're waiting for confirmation. They're not clueless here. They're not clueless? Yeah. Oh. And if that's the case, if Aaron Rodgers has known for a while, I think he's just really trying to convince himself that retirement is the right thing. I think mm, that would be the mm-hmm. route that he's going down, and he's just trying to to see if he can fully step away from the game before making that call. What do you think the impact of Shailene Woodley is? Because there, pe- you know, there are people who who say and think that she's actually back with him. Mm-hmm. Well, did you at, see the quote in that story where yeah. he uh, he wasn't acknowledging them breaking up at all? He said he loved her. Yeah. Yeah, and if if there's an element of truth to the notion that she thought he was too focused on football, 
would he kind of assess and possibly assess and say, okay, maybe it's time to move on to the next phase of life with someone who actually wants to be in my crazy little existence. <laughs> Do you think he, he thinks that, that he has a crazy existence? I think maybe when he's being self-aware, we all have our, I'm saying it more like we all have our crazy little existences. Yeah. Yeah. His might be a little crazier. Yeah. Maybe there's a compromise in there where he comes and plays in Colorado. And see, that that would be the hope for it. Now, he talked about how he didn't say her specifically, but moved out to Green Bay to make a sacrifice for him. But it really feels like with the reports, what was it, last week, that they broke up because she felt that he put football over her. It feels like, okay, well, if they're back together and he wants to make it work, the way to put foot her over football is by just ending it. Yeah. Ending mm-hmm. his football career. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that if he's going back to Green Bay and he knows that, that none of this would ever happen. Mm. But, well, I, guess, I shouldn't say it ever because he's, he's Mr. just Drama, an egomaniac. Yeah. I mean, Brett um, Favre used to do this year after year for a while. Yeah. Dra- Draw it out for as long Bay as possible. Quarterbacks? Maybe it's the f- I mean, maybe it's the fact that Green Bay sucks. Yeah, it probably is that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different. I, I'll... It's, it's different. That's a way to put it. Mate. I'll say this. Like, there are spots in Wisconsin that are really cool, really cool to live. Milwaukee's a good town. Madison's a really cool town. Madison's basically Boulder with lakes rather than mountains. Mountains. So, I, I like Wisconsin in my yeah. experiences. But green, but green Bay, northeast Wisconsin in the winter, that's a little bit of a different animal. I get, and even in the late fall, I, there's not a lot going on there. I could live in Madison. I could live in Milwaukee. I don't think I could do Green Bay. I mean, it's tough. It's I, not for everybody. I would venture to guess that you know we have people that listen to this show in Bangladesh and <laughs> you know South Africa and all these. Are, I, I would venture to guess we don't have a listener in Green Bay. Can the Bangladeshis oh, wow. tell us about the Pancha Karma? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up in the, yeah, we'd in love the comment to hear. section. I might be doing it. <laughs> you may be. So where are you guys at? Is, is is how would you rank those coming to the Broncos, going somewhere else, retiring, and going back to Green Bay? I don't want to be on the fence here, but I think it's pretty close. Um, with all three, all four, all. I guess I would put going to the Broncos or just leaving the Packers in one category. So three categories: leave the Packers, stay with the Packers, retire. Um, and I think it's like it's close to 33 percent each wow um but i will say the number one most likely thing is that he stays with the packers okay um and that comes on the heels of me saying i i in most cases i don't think he would do all this if he was going to stay with the packers but i think that he actually doesn't know and i think in the end most humans just stay with what they're comfortable with yep um and so if you if it comes down to change or no change a lot of people end up deciding no change in the end. Yep, I think that's a, a very good point. Mace, where are you at? Kind of the same thing. It's very close. I'm going to say 35% retire, 33% play somewhere else, 32% back with the Packers. Ooh, that is – so you, you've got uh, Ryan's first last for you. But, I, I but like we're that. talking about three percentage points difference. Exactly, exactly. I'm going to go a little more conviction here. I think it's like uh, 70% – that he's back with the pack. No, sixty percent oh. that he's back with the Packers. Twenty, thirty percent 
he retires and 10% that he's with the Denver Broncos specifically. And one thing, a big reason why I think he goes back to the Packers and why he is doing this, even though going back to the Packers, is because we've seen his price price tag jump $10 million per year in the past week or two. It was reported uh, a couple weeks ago that he was looking at, you know, maybe a $40 million extension. Earlier this week, it was two years, $90 million. Today, I saw $50 million a year. So that is why it's I think Patrick Aaron Rodgers is playing the game right now. Wouldn't be surprised to see him two, two years, $100 million, three years, $150 million. And, of course, there's going to be a lot of finagling in order to get that to happen. But... I think this is why Aaron's doing it, and uh, I just shake my head because the Broncos are just being played in order to get him paid. Mm. There's another thing also. We saw last year, Brian Gutekunst admitted that Randall Cobb came back because Aaron Rodgers wanted him in the mix, right? Mm -hmm. How do you think George Payton feels about potentially turning some some personnel decisions or at least moves over to Aaron Rodgers to some degree. Shouldn't give a damn. Absolutely, he should do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're guaranteed 13 wins. <laughs> but do you think he's willing to do that? Yeah, I don't he think would, he's like an he ego guy. He yeah. doesn't seem like it, yeah. yeah. Especially being a first-time GM. And Aaron Rodgers is, is like a better GM than like LeBron. Right. You know, Le- LeBron <laughs> right. likes to make all decisions too. All his decisions are bad ones though. I mean, that's why I think there might be a price tag, not just in terms of in terms of what you're willing to pay but also draft capital because then you're like okay we're paying him this much we're giving up this much and we're having to and and i'm having to kind of consult with him i could see it i could see there coming a point where the broncos say yeah we just don't we don't want this if that is the case mace then that really scares me and the reason for that is what happens when your quarterback is a little upset when he's you know seven years in and it's aaron Rodgers, russell wilson kyler murray unfortunately you have to give in to those guys and it's a bummer to say that because you shouldn't have to as a general manager but you have to or else they're going to leave and they're going to walk out that door and it's going to be you're going to be losing Tom Brady now mm-hmm. not not necessarily to that extent but if you have your franchise quarterback that's your Tom Brady and if you aren't going to just give him everything he wants then especially nowadays they're just going to leave and that's the worst thing that could happen. And you mentioned LeBron. Like, th- this sort of thing where stars can kind of dictate ha- dictate, and have a little bit more sway, this is – this is it was inevitable it was going to come to the it's NFL. the future. Because yeah. you see it in the NBA and you see, you, know, you see the kind of influence that a LeBron has uh, that even a Giannis has in Milwaukee, and that's something that Aaron Rodgers will be familiar with and say, oh, why can't I have that? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And I, I – you're the most valuable entity – that exists at the franchise. I mean, Giannis so got his brother on the roster, right? And Dude. Aaron Rodgers is a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. He I knows know. how this works. Yeah, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if like Giannis got his brother on just like, you better get my brother or else. But they've kept him. For me, it's yes. like, you just do that to make him happy. You, yeah. you, you know, the happier your superstar is, the better your team will be. So you don't... Yeah. Yes. So you'd be all for like you'd be all for a team if they wanted LeBron saying, if it took drafting Bronny... Of course, number oh, five yeah. overall. You'd, yeah. Even if he's his value is probably mid to late first round, you'd do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And did you see what the Packers just did? What, hold on, on that one, not to get into a whole debate, but LeBron did say that's going to be my last year. 
I'm playing one year with yeah. Bronny, and then I'm out. Man. That last That's probably yeah. not worth it to yeah. reach on your first round pick if you have number five overall, depending on what the, the class looks like. Yeah. I mean, 20, <laughs> I, I get like pick 20 if you do that. That's fine. Unless you're yeah. just banking on like he has so much fun playing with him that he keeps playing. Two things really quick. Ian B in the comment section just said Jordan Rogers to the Broncos. <laughs> that would actually do the opposite. That would keep Aaron Rodgers away from Denver. That I would, think. No. That uh, you bring in Jake Kumaro if you want to. Yeah, bringing somebody right. to Aaron Rodgers regards like a like a brother today. Right. And uh, <laughs> one of the things the Packers just did, they just brought in Aaron Rodgers' guy as quarterback coach, uh, a guy that he had been with for nearly a decade. Aaron Rodgers spoke very, very highly of him. And then two days later, he was brought in to be their quarterback coach. So they are trying to do that for him. And, brought out of retirement, no less. Tom yeah. Clements had been working with Kyler Murray in Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, retired, at the age of 67 when he called it quits and was brought out of retirement. And so it's hard not to think in terms of what, what on earth did the Packers pay? They probably paid him an awful lot just to try to get Aaron Rodgers Unless back. Aaron's just hooking one of his yeah. friends up, which would be incredible. And, Ryan, really, really quick, <laughs> okay. I got to ask you this because I asked Mace yesterday and to tie a bow on the quarterback news that's come out in the past week. Justin Outen on Tuesday, the Broncos' new offensive coordinator, said this about Drew Locke. He said, he's got a powerful arm. He's really done a good job as far as using his legs and being an athlete. As far as that, I want to see how he fits in the system a little bit more once he gets the playbook under him, and then we'll go from there. Are you buying or selling that Justin Outen is going to give Drew Locke a legitimate chance to compete for the job? Oh, it just depends on who else is in the room. But um, with, with what he said there. What you know now and what the room is right now. Yeah, of course. Mm. I think you'd have a chance. He's cheap. He's young. What else do you need? Mm. Uh, Mason and I both sold that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's it's like, what are they? You think they're gonna cut him? No. Um, no, I just think he's very much going to be a backup. Like they're, they're bringing Again, in just, some. Yeah. Like I said, depends on who. But I mean, like yeah. what I'm saying is like even like somebody like a Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, then they, yes, I'm, Drew Locke has a chance. Even, But I think they would bring him in and say, yeah, uh, Trubisky's going to be the starter and, and Locke will back him up. I think you're right, Mace. I think yeah. Marcus Mariota, Mitchell yeah. Trubisky, I think that right. it, they, he would be brought in with that in mind. Now, maybe Drew Locke can beat him out, but to me, this isn't a big vote of confidence. That's how Tannehill— And that's okay, uh, because yeah. uh, Drew, it's not like he did so much last year that he's being disrespected. And that's how Tannehill— and, and that's how it was with Tannehill and Mariota. They brought in Tannehill, but Tannehill was the backup, right? So, I mean, clearly you can make a move and say, well, play, well, well quarterback X is still our starter. And then quarterback Y is waiting in the wings. And I think yeah. in this case, Locke would be QB Y. I think that it just depends on who it is and, and if I actually think that Drew would have a chance against that quarterback. If it's Mitchell Trubisky or Marcus Mariota, yeah, he has a chance, and they're going to give him one. Yeah, and it'll be interesting if it's one of those guys. Let's hope not. Real quick, you talked about the Vlatko principle, keeping Vlatko around to make Nikola Jokic happy. I would literally sign Nikola Jokic's horse dream catcher <laughs> to a deal if that's what it took to, to make him happy. You're 100% right. You absolutely <laughs> do that. All right, uh, make sure you come down. Speaking of the Nuggets, they'll be back in action somewhat soon. And uh, you can come down and watch them here at the DNVR bar. You can watch the Avs smoke the Red Wings last night. Yeah, um, baby. I do love smoked wings. Mm, um, especially from Detroit. Yeah, eh, I don't know. The, especially those wings getting smoked. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, but it's no, no better place to come on down and hang out, watch Colorado sports than here at the DNVR bar. We also have great food. We're working on convincing Bones Highland of that. Um, mm. As he tweeted out yesterday, there's no good food in Denver, which... 
wild take. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just hasn't been educated yet. Yeah. You know, I think we have some really good food down here at the DMVR bar. So come hang out, check it out, get yourself some Breck brews, um, get get yourself some good company, whatever it may be. Come hang out at the bar. And man, if you want to be really hungry when you come to the bar for some delicious food, check out our friends over at Lightshade Dispensary. <laughs> because if you're a casual consumer or a connoisseur, you can get anything over at Lightshade Dispensary. Just what you need, they'll have you hooked up. For 25% off, if you use the code DNVR over at Lightshade Dispensary online or at one of their 10 soon-to-be 11 Denver locations. And right now, they have Wana Opticals which fast asleep 20 to 100 THC to CBD ratio. If you need to get to bed, this WANA will help you. And it's well-rounded to help you give you a long night's sleep. So make sure to check them out over at Lightshade Dispensary. Use that code DNVR for 25% off each and every purchase, either online or in one of their stores. Also, check out Ranch Rider Spirits if you are looking for just a refreshing beverage that's that's all natural, that doesn't have a lot of polyunpronounceables in the ingredients check out what they've got over at ranchriderspirits.com like for example ranch water this is something that they're putting in a can uh, you can get jalapeno ranch water which is tequila cold pressed jalapeno sparkling water and fresh squeezed lime with no added sugars that's it no sugars no no preservatives Delicious. nothing mm-hmm. you've got that they, you've got their twist on a mule which is called the buck. You've got vodka, sparkling water, real ginger, fresh squeezed lime. That's it. That's the drink. You can get that from Ranch Rider Spirits. Regular ranch water is just tequila, sparkling water, fresh squeezed lime. You know what you're getting. You're getting a good, refreshing beverage from Ranch Rider. And if you want to find out where to get, where to get those Ranch Rider Spirits, go to ranchriderspirits.com and you can find out the nearest place to get those. There's a lot of places in Colorado that have them and you can get their takes on ranch water. You can get their take on the mule. You can even get, I like this one, the Chilton, which is vodka, sparkling water, fresh squeezed lemon and sea salt. Very refreshing. It's like a light lemonade almost mm. for those warm days. And we know it's cold here, but somewhere, if you're listening, it's probably nice and warm. So check out ranchriderspirits.com. All right. Is there any other quarterback news we needed to touch on? That's it. All right. That's the quarterback news. So why don't we rank these options? Mm-hmm. Um, we, and these are our official quarterback rankings. Official quarterback official. rankings. That means there's a graphic involved. It does. If I know a thing or two. <laughs> is this what we think is going to happen what we want? These are these are our how we want it to happen, and we can adjust this anytime we want. So let's say Aaron Rodgers – assuming he's on our boards. Let's say he says he's staying with Green Bay and that's an option that's taken off the table next week. Well, then we'll adjust it we'll as adjust. we go. Like as uh, we fall in love with Malik Willis more, he'll move up the board. We love a adjustable, slideable graphic around here. <laughs> um, okay. How many slots do we have? Five. Five Top slots. Five. So what are the options here? Anyone. Anyone. So, Free agency, draft, uh, and uh, trade. Okay. So let's... Do you want to just get into the rankings, or should we talk about kind of some of the best options here? Uh, I say we, we jump into it. What do you say? And then we can talk about them. Or right. we can talk whatever you want. All right. Let's do it. We start, in. We start with number one? Starting with uh, with number five. Number five. Yeah. Uh, huh. Okay. Ah, uh, I'm not ready to go I have first. to, like, reverse engineer my rankings right now. Mm-hmm. I know. That's the problem. Um, One, two, three. This is... I don't even have a... 
I don't a either. Fifth. I don't either. Literally, what I have on, when I was coming up with this yesterday, I thought I'd rather just go with Brett Rippin than than have a fifth on this list. And so I was thinking, well, can I just put Bryce Young as my fifth, aka meaning don't get anyone this year, so that you can just land Bryce Young next year? You can just put Tank as option five. That actually, that would be my that would be my five. Okay. Because I there's a big gap for me, so I'm going Tank. All right. I like it. Sounds good. I'll be a little more um, direct with mine. I'm going to say my number five is Drew Locke. Okay. Um, and this... <laughs> let's go. Um, I'm going to say that this this keeps Tank in the realm while also ha- having a roll of the dice shot in the dark that Drew goes back into the offense that he was drafted to be in. Then he, you know, succeeded early on in his career and and pops and becomes the guy who so many people think he could be. It's not the most likely scenario, but it's kind of a roll of the dice. You you hope that he doesn't find his way into being a middling quarterback. Right. Um, Don't just don't take the hopium. That's the thing. Don't like, for example, Nathaniel Hackett and the Jaguars. Although Hackett wasn't a part of this decision, they saw just enough out of Blake Bortles to give him a two-year extension after seventeen. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up in that. If it's good but not great, say we're not going to pay big money for good but not great mid-tier, lower mid-tier. We're moving on. Make have that. Dis- don't lose your nerve on that. Be be Buffalo with Tyrod Taylor and not the Jags with Bortles. So where we're sitting right now is the winners' lounge after a win. When we're getting like right into dream scenarios, we should call it the Hopium Den. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And we're going to be I in like the Hopium that. Den in a little bit in this list, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mace? I'm with you. Drew Locke's my number five. Mm. Again, he's, he's cost-controlled drink. And if it does look, the worst thing that could happen, and this could happen, is that he's just good enough to where you win six games. But... I think it's again. You're get you're paying him what just over a million dollars this year. You take the savings, you apply it to whatever you're going to do in the future. I mean, it's not again. There are four better options here, but that's I I, I like that better than put it this way. I like this option better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I like this option better than Carson Wentz. I like this option better than Mitchell Trubisky. Yep. Um, I certainly like that option more than those as well. Kale, maybe we can put a fi- uh, picture of like a fish tank. Oh, I, I, I like that. And yeah, sorry, Kale, for totally throwing you off with that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll go next at number four, um, just because I'll take any chance to talk about this guy. It's Malik Willis. Um, this is like a great option for me. Um, it's exciting, it gets the people going. It has high upside. Of course, it has some downside. It always will anytime you draft a guy. Um, but I think that because there was this idea that got you know really baked into the discussion that this is a weak quarterback class, I think that people are thinking more about M- what Malik Willis can't do and uh, not enough about what, what he can do. Um, and actually, there's not really much he can't do. What his weaknesses are more than his strengths. Whereas, if, I think if this was a really strong quarterback class and there was like f- three or four other really good players around him, he would be right in that mix. <coughs> Excuse me. And people would be talking way more about what he can do. Mm. And what he can do and what his strengths are, are exactly the strengths that are succeeding from young quarterbacks in today's NFL. Big arm, 
elusive, um, you know, great vision as a runner, so athletic. To me, he has all these things, but because he went to Liberty, which of course is a, is a pro, you know, is a knock, mm-hmm. um, and because you're looking at the guys around him who aren't getting people excited about quarterbacks, I think people are saying, yeah, he's you know, he, well, he's just the most exciting one in a bad quarterback class, <sighs> and I don't, I don't think that's the way to to look at it. And the the I, I want to put a rookie on here. I can't. I can't. And the thing that's holding me back about Malik Willis isn't just Liberty. It's just the inconsistent tape. And, and I want to make sure that during this draft process, I don't just get caught up in the numbers. And what he did at the Senior Bowl was great. And that should play into it. But I don't want to lose fact of just the inconsistency at Liberty. So I can't put him there. Um, but he's my top guy, too, in terms of the rookie class. I'm just so not into this rookie class yet. So I'm going with the guy that until he signs a contract extension, he's available. A small chance. I'm going Derek Carr. Mm. At, mm. At, at here, he's 30 years old. Look, I don't think he's going to be on the Broncos. But again, until he signs that contract extension, that that has been talked about. He's available, and we know Josh McDaniels can rub people the wrong way. And maybe that happens, and somehow he lands with the Broncos. But we've talked about Derek Carr. I think all of us have come to appreciate Derek Carr more and more as the years go on. And uh, these next two guys on my list, who we'll talk about in a second, they have leadership questions and issues. Not with Derek Carr. And I think he's got it on the field and off the field. At only 30 years old, he still's got a lot of time left. All right. I'm going... A similar route as RK, I'm going draft, but I'm going for a different quarterback. Part mm. of it is value because you might be able to trade down and get him and accumulate some assets. Part of it is I think he would fit what Nathaniel Hackett wants to do, and that's Sam Howell. Wow. Yeah. Mace is back on the Sam Howell yeah, train. That's your number one guy. It took uh, a little while. It was seeing him under center throwing deep at the senior bowl. Yeah. And you get you got that you got that glimpse of him on the play fake boot. He looked comfortable under center. You could say the same thing about Malik Willis, but listening to Nathaniel Hackett describe intelligence and toughness are the two things that he's looking for. He wants to throw deep. Howell seems to check the most boxes for what would fit what Hackett wants to do. I can get excited over that. And you might be able to to, to move down a little bit and trade with a team that maybe seeks another quarterback or something else and probably still get him. I think personally, I know people will disagree. I think personally the right spot for him is exactly where Mac Jones went last year, 15. And because of that, Mace, I think you stay at nine if you want Sam Howell and and you got to take him there. I think Matt Corral is going to start picking up some steam. That's a guy we haven't talked about. I was thinking about including him here. I think Howell, Corral, uh, really all of these guys are going to be considered in the top 15. Real quick, does the Shrine game also require you to be a senior to play in it? It does, but there's some speculation that they may waive that, and yeah. that would and that would make things really. There, I interesting. mean, you put it in Vegas, yeah. Yeah. and then allow people like Matt Corral to yeah. go there. Yeah, it's game over. They're going to well, win the battle. The interesting thing also is if they allow juniors, and the Senior Bowl still kind of kept its place. You might not if if this if everybody who was draft eligible was going to one of those two games. Would you even need the combine? 
Mm. Oh, interesting. It's probably something the NFL doesn't want, but uh, mm-hmm. that would be that would be really good because I'd way rather see guys on the field than uh, running in underwear. How about mm. the NFL getting pushed around a little bit last week? Big time, that big was, time. That was kind of that was kind of fun. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> was because you knew when they started threatening to not go there, especially top prospects, they had to change it. I thought so too, and I just. I was like, are they going to back down? Mm-hmm. And then they did. And that yep. was awesome. Yep. Good job. <laughs> mm, so number three, guys, we've talked about kind of our top three before, but I'm making a change with mine here. I'm putting Kyler Murray at nice. number three, mm. even though he has the longest longevity of these top three guys. I was thinking this morning in the shower, by the way, I was thinking about, about this. And, uh, shower thoughts. Yes, Exactly. And uh, right now, is Kyler Murray could, could does he have a, an argument to be the top quarterback in the AFC West? No, no, I, I don't think so either. Does he have an argument to be the second best quarterback in the AFC West? Yes. You think so? Do you yeah. think he is? Yes. Really, Mace? Do you argument? But he's not. Justin okay. Herbert's and, better. And, and I agree. I think you can have an argument, but I think Justin Herbert's better. One of those guys I, has been in the MVP conversation and made the playoffs. Um. Justin Herbert is has definitely it will be in the conversation to be an MVP and his I mean he's just better quarterback than Kyler in my opinion. He's not. Uh, yeah, I, d- so, I disagree. So so anyways, there's argument for number two. Yeah. Uh, I even think with Kyler Murray and Derek Carr, there's arg- argument who the worst quarterback in the division is between Kyler Murray and Derek Carr. Yeah, I think you're so, a little too high on Derek Carr right now. Uh. Okay, well, we'll see. I mean, in terms of entire quarterback, what they bring to the yep, table yep, yep. on and off the field, mm-hmm. um, is there a conversation for the, who, who the best quarterback is if Aaron Rodgers is in the division right now? Yes. I think there's absolutely a conversation yes. who the mm-hmm. best quarterback is. Now, Back-to-back MVP. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So there's absolutely a conversation. Yeah. And then so I think, okay, well, how – because obviously Aaron Rodgers is going to drop off and, and not be a Bronco in a couple of years. So how long until Kyler Murray is in the conversation to be the best quarterback in the AFC West or the second-best quarterback in the AFC West? A, a decade? He still may not be in the conversation to be the best. He still may not be uh, the second-best, at least by everyone's standards. He may be the third-best quarterback in this division <laughs> for a long time. And that, to me, is just such a big hurdle to get over where I have to put the guy that gives you the best chance right now and even for the future, and that's Aaron Rodgers at number two. So that's why I'm going Kyler at three. Cool. And then I guess you're also going Aaron at two. Yep. Um, I'll, I, I'll go here. I'm, I'm going Aaron number three. Um, and this is purely a longevity thing. Uh, it's just too short for me to put him any higher than this. Um, you're going to get, in my opinion, two, maybe three years to win a championship to make it all worth it. Uh, and that's not an easy thing to do. You know, you got to turn the whole culture around. Remember, it's not, it's different than when Peyton Manning came. Peyton Manning was coming to a team that was inspired and they had just went to the playoffs and won a playoff game. This is a team that hasn't been there in six years. So you need probably one year just to flip the culture. And then you either have one or two years to win it. Um, so. I'm, I can't go that high with him, even though he is probably the best quarterback on the list. It's also the smallest window. Yeah, and that's very mm-hmm. fair. I, I understand that. Mace? Yeah, I, I've got Rodgers three. Same reason. I mean, it, it's it's a narrow window. And don't forget, on top of everything else, you have an incredibly young coaching staff coming in. With You have Dom Capers, the, the kind of the one old hand, but 
by and large, young young coaches, fresh ideas, but it's possible that you might have a, a year that's a little bit bumpy. As how much does Aaron Rodgers their... help with that transition, though? He'd help considerably. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't know if it would be en- it would be enough to where you're talking Super Bowl this year. Yes, I mean Tom Brady won the Super Bowl his first year in Tampa Bay. Look around that staff. I mean, you had you, know, you you had Todd Bowles. You had you you had Tom Moore. Uh, who's you know basically forgotten more about offense than anybody has ever known. Bruce Arians had been a head coach before, so I think there was an element there that allowed the Bucks to accelerate quicker with their elite quarterback than I think the Broncos will be able to. The other, so like the, so I don't I don't see the Broncos winning a championship this year if Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback. The the other thing with that is just Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray have some people questioning some of their off the field stuff mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone mm-hmm. questions Aaron Rodgers leader and leadership and buy-in from his teammates and when he's on the field unlike Kyler that's fair and then I think we all have the same number one unless someone wants to have a shocker at one <laughs> but I'm going Russell Wilson and to me there is a massive gap between Russ and and Aaron there's a huge gap between one and two it is so clear to me that Russ is by and far away the best option out there I agree um that he's number one I don't agree that there's that big of a gap there I think all of these guys have something about them that I love um what makes Russ number one is he is the perfect middle ground he is the he is the best combination of accomplishments skill and longevity and that's why he goes to number one but like with kyler murray if you were to get him your window is massive Mm -hmm. you know 12 years um to get it right to teach him how to be a leader to you know um you know make him a better quarterback to where maybe he could be you know even better than russell wilson can Um, leadership be taught though i think it can be it, it can be learned in a to get you to an acceptable level. Right. You can't be a elite leader just because someone taught you how to do it. But I think that Kyler Murray can learn to not pout on the sidelines and he can learn to walk up and down and be super fake like Russell Wilson. Um, <laughs> but people eat it up. So it doesn't matter if you're fake. Um, like you can just, you, you can, you can fake the whole, like we got this boys, we can do it. We can turn this thing around. You know, like you don't actually even have to believe that to say it. And, right and just pass the eye test for a leader. So, yeah, you walk into the huddle, things aren't going well, and uh, you say, what comes after 75, guys? 76. That's the spirit. Yes. <laughs> Terry Bragshaw did that once when he was younger, I believe. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he can just be he, – he can develop, and so that's his thing. Right. And then Aaron Rodgers gives you the best chance to win a Super Bowl next year, and that's his thing. So I don't think the gap is that big. But mm-hmm. I do think he is Russell Wilson is the best combo. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's the biggest thing. And he's also a Super Bowl winner. He's done it before, just yep. like Aaron Rodgers has done it before. Yeah, Russell Wilson doesn't really take heat uh, for not being there in so long, just like Aaron. You're right. Yeah, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And the last time he was there, it's what, almost it was a eight years. It was ago? a pick in the end zone, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to yeah, win he, it. Yeah, he blew it. Yep. And yep. somehow everyone puts that more on Daryl Bevel than Russ. Yep. On the play call, which I think is fair. fair. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's just it's in, it's kind of interesting how that how the reaction to that evolved over the years. And of course, 
that was a great defense. I mean, you could argue that Russell Wilson, maybe he, uh, maybe maybe he was more than the pilot, but he wasn't the plane, as you'd say. Mm. The plane for that team was Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Bobby Wagner. Everyone on that defense. So then do you think Russell Wilson can be the plane for a Super Bowl team? I think he can be. Yes. Just because it hasn't worked out doesn't mean doesn't mean he's not the reason why they've been a playoff team most of the last few years. Because that defense did get old. They did lose talent. And the reason why, up until last year, this was a team that was punching out one playoff season after another was Russell Wilson. Because that's a really hollow roster right now. And I agree. I absolutely think he can be the plane. He can be everything to guide a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I think that he would be awesome in this offense. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. he would. And here's the other thing. Kyler Murray, not going to be universally loved in Denver. Very true. Um, Aaron Rodgers, certainly not going <laughs> yeah. to be a universally loved in Denver, at least at first. Um, you know, wins makes everyone loved. Yep. Um, Russell Wilson walks in here and is the golden boy is he the number one uh selling jersey in the entire nfl absolutely yes. at so least too. for a while yep yep i totally agree unless pittsburgh drafts a quarterback Ooh. does drew lock give up number three i was three? gonna say what number is he wearing <laughs> i'd love to see him wear number one i want to see him go back to 16 like that he wore at wisconsin mm. little jake Plummer vibes what do you wear at nc state i think also he wore 16, 16 there too yeah mm. i don't like 16 man i would like number one yeah oh but is uh kj giving it up Yes. <laughs> they don't even ask. <laughs> Just take it. Yeah. If your jersey's not in the team store, uh, mm-hmm. I don't even think they have to ask. Yeah. Drew Locks is in the team point. store. It is. Prominently displayed. I was just down there this morning. Yep. Would he have to uh, ask permission from mm-hmm. Drew? It would be, hey, Drew, give him number three or you're being cut, <laughs> and then we'll just give it to him. What would Locke wear then if he went changed from number three? Do you double it up to six? really lean into the cutler call yes he would yeah <laughs> 13 and then he's kicking michael oj moody out of 13 but i think Ooh, 13 is such a backup quarterback number it is it really is so, well tell that to dan marino i will <laughs> <laughs> is, is he our three ring guest tomorrow yes, yes. no uh, three ring guest is ryan edwards though another ryan two yes. for two back-to-back weeks of ryan's you must love this send in your applications only if you're named Ryan are you invited on the show. Yep, I think that's it. And we're, we're actually changing it to three Ryan circus, three and Ryan. both of you guys are out. <laughs> Good run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, yeah, I mean, there's. I think there's a lot of people who don't – I get in my mentions a lot of people who don't want Russell Wilson. Really? Because yeah. I get so many people in my mentions who don't want Aaron Rodgers. Well, and that's the number one. But yeah. It's crazy, though. And I, and I know the, the vocal minority is the one that's speaking out. But at this point, yesterday when I posted something about Aaron Rodgers, I questioned if it's even the minority still. It's just Aaron Rodgers' fatigue on top of him being a douche. Because what what's happened now is... There was there was a segment of the population that just they turned him off because of the the vaccine stance. Yep. Now, and and I'd say that was probably a minority. That's like what twenty percent, twenty five percent. So of the other seventy five percent, that would be hey, great. It would be great to have him as a quarterback. I think he's probably ticked off at least half of those people with this drama. Totally. Well, yeah. And I mean, and if, and and thinking it's a big number. Yeah. And would you want this year after year? I mean. This does feel very much like 
Brett Favre 2.0 that every offseason, is he going to retire? Is he going to come back? And that gets exhausting after a while. These are like the, t- but these are the people sitting on like their rocking chair on their porch being like, the NBA has too much drama. I just like my good old football where, you know, all they do is go out there and play the game. I don't think, I don't think it's just that simple. In terms I'm just of saying people the people who them. don't like the drama, yeah. like it's get used to it because the NFL is clearly manufacturing more and more drama because the NBA crushes with the drama stuff. Yep. Yep. They do. So Mace, it sounds like you're saying that about half the people are turned off by Aaron right now at this moment, at, at this moment. That, so but let's p- say people he, will get in line quickly. So how, yeah. how many are still turned off by him if he becomes a Denver Bronco? I think probably there's probably about 20 to 25% of the fans who will just not that, that that's pretty high. They, they'll root for the Broncos, but they won't root for him. There was, but there was a until week one. But there was a percentage of the fan base, small, but it was there that wasn't on board with Peyton. Right. But would you say that was like two percent? I'd say about about five percent. I'd say. Wow. Five percent is a lot of people. (laughs) It's one out of twenty. And they were all Tebow people. They were Tebow people, or they were like, "Well, he came over here. He's not a you know, he's not a real Bronco because that's stupid." I've. I would say I know hundreds of Broncos fans. Like personally, yeah, I don't know one that didn't support That's the true. Peyton thing. That's true, and I'm proud to say I was a Tebow and a Peyton guy. Yeah. You can be both. It's very <laughs> easy to just change to a Peyton guy when you get Peyton <laughs> yeah. Manning. Yeah. And I think I do think there will be this like vocal minority who would be up in arms and then would just let it go as soon as that he starts winning games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're probably right. Uh, and that want, would happen week one. Yes, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Green Mountain Dental before we move on. Uh, the best place in the Denver area to get any work done uh, on your teeth. Uh, so when you go over there and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, they're going to hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush so you can always keep your teeth healthy. Um, so check them out. Go over there. Uh, talk Colorado sports with them because they're true Colorado sports fans over there. And, uh, and tell them we sent you. We appreciate uh, their support, so we hope you support them as well. And if you need to do, if you need to get your your body detoxified, why not just start your day with some coffee? That mm. helps a lot of people. And our friends over at Strava Craft Coffee offer the best coffee for you to do that. And Strava Craft Coffee not only is it delicious coffee, but it has that CBD punch, which a lot of people say can help relieve aches, pains, headaches, migraines, anything that's going on. It can help relieve and You get it in your cup of coffee, which you can have in the morning, night, afternoon, whenever you want. They have so many delicious flavors as well. And they also offer another one-two punch. If you use the code DNVR25 over at StravaCraftCoffee.com, you'll get 25% off your first purchase of StravaCraft Coffee. Then after you fall in love with it, use or go to StravaCraftCoffee.com and subscribe, and you'll get 20% off every single order after that. They've supported us for a long time, so make sure to to make them your daily cup of coffee over at Strava. Craftcoffee.com. All right, guys. Let's see what we got from a super chat standpoint before we get into the comments here. Uh, one from Emmanuel Saki here. Two parter. Can you guys please find uh, some way to get Coach Hackett on the pod? He's be he'd be a legendary three ring circus guest and fits the vibe per- perfectly. Maybe you guys can become the Pat McAfee to his Aaron Rodgers. Trust me, we are trying. <laughs> I um, love where your head's at. Yes, you, uh, <laughs> you, you, you could be right here with us because yep. we have the same idea. Yep, exactly. Uh, and Mike Trout oh, here, the homie. Mike Trout. He says, uh, considering the amount 
uh, we would have to give up in a trade for Rodgers in addition to him wanting 50 mil. He is fifth for me if I had to put him on the list. And see, the money doesn't bother me because the cap you can push off. And look, the Packers don't have any cap space right now, yet they'll find a way to get him back, to get Devontae Adams back, to get everyone back that they want, that Aaron Rodgers wants. They're just going to have a miserable cap situation after he's gone. I'm okay doing that for the Broncos, and they don't even have to make it as miserable after he leaves because they're not in as bad of a cap situation right now. So the Broncos can do that, and maybe they're not in the best cap space in three years after Aaron's gone. They just did another restructure a day with Jones. Yep. So that's two. That that's uh, fourteen million dollars. So bit by bit, they're getting there, but they have to be in. They have to make these moves no matter what for cap compliance anyway. So. Um, you mentioned Andrew Brandt earlier. He's yeah. getting a lot of love on today's show. He tweeted out last night, I believe it was. He's like, after working in an NFL front office, I can tell mm. you uh, that fans and media talk about salary cap way more or worry about salary cap way more than anyone does in an NFL front office. I feel like we don't worry about it. We that don't. Much. <laughs> we might worry less. Right. Yes. Yes. Because you're so right. I legitimately believe. It has zero impact on anything, which might not. I might be going too right, far. Right, right. Every team has somebody devoted to it. It's basically like, kind of like how a head coach views a kicker. Okay, that you have a capologist. That's your your job. We're gonna give you everything, and your job is to make it fit. And if you have a good enough capologist that that can finagle the num the numbers and the and convert things to bonuses, right? Then you just sit back and say, okay, yeah, we'll make it work. Someone's getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to just figure out the cap. Like they I guess, can make it work. I guess what I'm saying is I don't think there's ever a situation where that person says zero percent chance we cannot get that player under any circumstances. <laughs> right? No, never. I think never. there's always a way. There's yeah. a way, but sometimes it's there's it, a way, it, but we have to do A, B, C, D, and E to do it. And let me just say, it, you have to have the cash. So mm -hmm. there's a way if your owner is rich. Yep, exactly. Or rich relative amongst his peers. And that's why getting having the Broncos, whoever it is, needs to have the cash. And when you're selling a team for four billion, they're very likely going to have the and cash. And that's and with Green Bay, when you have four hundred million dollars of cash reservoirs, you can say, Oh yeah, we're gonna convert to bonus, we're gonna give you the give you the cash right now and put it in escrow and that's it. Yep. That's it's easy for them to do because they have the resources. Yep. Time to jump into the comment section. Let's do it. First one coming in from the computer boy he says, hey, fellas, just came to say that it's blatantly obvious that we need to do or what we need to do if we are able to get Rodgers. The day Green Bay accepts a trade, you immediately call up the Bears and trade for Nick Foles. Then you use a a Ron uh, through the season. And then the second the playoffs start, so does Nick Foles. It's absolutely bulletproof and guarantees a Super Bowl. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I believe Nick Foles. I don't know, actually. I was going to say undefeated in playoff games, but I can't remember if he started one. They the lost next year. to New Orleans. Yeah. And they, actually, they lost two to New Orleans because he was a starter in 2013. They lost in the wildcard round. Mm. And then started when they lost in the divisional round. So four and two? I mean, yeah. Four and two, I think that's right. Ryan, you, we, yeah. we obviously know that uh, Aaron Rodgers is one in four in NFC Championship games, 0 oh and four in his last four. In the NFC Championship games, this blew my mind yesterday. Do you know what his touchdown to interceptions are? Total touchdowns to total interceptions. I have no idea. I didn't either. Nine touchdowns, eight picks. Oh. So, like, it has been on him. Yeah, I thought you, I, I was expecting you to say worse. Worse. Yeah. One to one yeah. for. A supposedly great quarterback when it's clutch. 
Um, yeah, I mean, go look at Tom Brady's numbers in Super Bowls. They won't exactly blow you away. No, I bet they're better than that. But you're right. Yeah. They're not incredible. Yep. Um, Melbourne Bronco says, Hey, guys, I think the reason Aaron Rodgers hasn't won more Super Bowls is due to Green Bay not giving him all the tools needed. Did we just read this one? No. no. Okay. Uh, sure, they have great players around him, but just falling short. Similar to Peyton at the Colts. We all know what happened when the Chief came to Denver. Um, the same can happen now. Yeah, and uh, the same could happen. And he would not only be searching for his second ring with the second team, he'd also be searching for his fifth MVP just like Peyton. Wouldn't that be incredible? Peyton came to the Broncos with four MVPs and a Super Bowl. Aaron would be coming to the Broncos with four MVPs and a Super Bowl. And Peyton should have left with five MVPs and two Super Bowls. Uh, he should have left with six MVPs. Six MVPs and yeah, two Super Yeah, exactly. Yep. Aaron, can he go back to back to back to back? <laughs> Wouldn't that? How many Super Bowls uh, in in the next two years if Aaron has two MVPs? One. One. I'll go two. Okay. <laughs> that would be incredible. It would be, and then he rides off, right? Yeah. Four yeah. straight MVPs <laughs> and two Super Bowls. Do Woo. you think he would feel like a um, a god? Yeah. No, like he he owes the Broncos two years. Like, so let's say he comes here. And wins MVP and wins the Super Bowl in year one. Do you think he rides off or he's like, ah, it's not fair. Like, I owe them. I, I do think he would feel like that. The thing is, you just don't want to piss him off in that first year where then he says, mm. you know what? F you guys. You traded three first round picks. I'm going to leave after one year. Jake Kumaro can stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pick Tosser 66 says, guys, what's your take on Mitchell Trubisky as an option this year? His stats aren't horrible in the 50 games he started. And Nagy obviously wasn't the ideal coach grooming a young quarterback because he just got ran out of town after a, a year with a young field. Trubisky's a young, big arm, athletic, and just had a, a year to sit back and learn in a great offense. I'm intrigued. He's just missing something to me. Um, Swag? I don't know. He has a little bit of, like, when he was good. Does he? When he was good and young, he had a little bit of, of swagger. Um, He's just mid-tier. He's very like he, meh. Yeah, exactly. And I think his personality is very meh as well. That's a swagger. Yeah, but, I, like, he's not like, you know, Teddy Bridgewater out there with two gloves on or Kenny Pickett with long sleeves and two – long, loose sleeves and two gloves. <laughs> like, you know, he, he he can look the look a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that that's the thing is he's just middle ground. And why would the Broncos – that's that's my least favorite option the Broncos do this year is go Teddy Bridgewater, middle ground, someone to just keep them afloat. And that is what Mitchell Trubisky would do. He's not bad. Uh, in fact, he's a great backup. For the Bills to have him as a backup is fantastic. And do you guys know his nickname, at least his nickname according to Pro Football Reference, which always just has the weirdest nicknames? M. Sizzle? No, it's weirder mm -hmm. than that. Mm, the truth. Mr. Biscuit. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Mr. Biscuit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it makes no sense to me. That, you, could, you could sell yourself on a Tannehill-esque situation where it's like, oh, he was in a bad situation, and then you get, and you get the best out of him. But That's what you'd be doing. Yeah. What, did Tannehill, what is Tannehill getting, though? And especially without really, Derrick Henry. Right. That's the weirdest part about this. It's not about getting a good quarterback. It's about getting a great to elite quarterback. Yep, exactly. And otherwise, you just might as well not even show up. A hundred percent. That's what my fifth option. I didn't feel like there was one of those. Was just tank. Yeah. 
don't yeah. don't show up. Next one coming in from uh, D Bronx says, "Do you guys know when the roster bonus for Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are due? I was looking at their contracts on Over the Cap, and both of their contracts are extremely tradable. With four of Green Bay's top five wide receivers set to become free agents next year, I think it could be likely that Green Bay will want to get a wide receiver back in a future Rodgers deal. I also think Cobb, who isn't a free agent, would likely be accompanying Rodgers in any trade. Do you think there's any way we would trade Sutton or Patrick instead of Judy in a potential deal?" If Green Bay says they want. Judy, it's Judy. This is about what the Packers want. That's that's the thing. And Judy's contract situation makes him much more attractive to the Packers in a potential deal than the contracts of Sutton or Patrick. And I and I, I assume the roster bonus is usually they're right around the league the start of the league year. And to so. to flip that, yeah. uh, Mace, I think if the Packers want Cortland Sutton, they're going to get Cortland Sutton. And the thing about Cortland Sutton, while he does have a bigger contract, it's actually still a, a pretty good contract. Mm. Only $15 million a year for a Pro Bowl player. You'll take that. But I still do think Jerry Judy is number one in terms of tradable to the Packers, then Cortland Sutton, and then Tim Patrick. If you're the Packers, who we should rather have? Uh, Jerry Judy. Three. Bingo. Yep. From Vensi, hey guys, just an observation. You may not be pronouncing Mr. Evero's name correctly. In the Get to Know Defensive Coordinator video posted on the Broncos YouTube account, he pronounced it by putting the accent on the second syllable or the second E. Just want to give you guys a heads up. Keep up the great work. We're just going off of the the pronunciation guide, but I've seen many uh, situations where the pronunciation guide was not correct. Trust me, I've gone back and forth on this so much, and I was told by someone in the Broncos that it's it's uh, Evero. I've, oh. Okay, Evero. How have we been saying it? I've been saying Evero. I thought it was Ever. Yeah, Evero. Uh, yeah, and and what this is saying is if the accent is on the second E, it'd be Evero. That's what I originally thought. I'm right? so confused. If that if the, the accent's on the second syllable, yeah, like, where the second E is. So yeah, we should watch the video and then continue confusing ourselves (laughs) exactly massive chubb says i think it was joe rolls who said this on twitter but it was a good point if the broncos draft willis realistically we are not winning next season if we're not winning next season why not just tank for the 23 draft class in the first place also did i hear zach promise me a job yesterday if i change my username (laughs) cheers uh to cover ufc for us is what he wants to do and uh, I pro- I said if he wants to do that he probably has to change his username mm-hmm. or pre- if if Massive Chubb is his real name oh yeah. I, it may not that would be you it'd know, be a UFC name the Chubb family is pretty big that mm-hmm. it's massive you'd <laughs> yes. say yeah yeah and uh, that's the sort of byline that would get attention it's true uh, UFC, especially if, if UFC if could, roundup by Massive Chubb he's got to make his uh, Twitter profile picture like his actual ID proving that that's his real right, name right right I thought you were going to say a picture of his actual oh my god <laughs> um, I don't I, I don't like this take um, if you're if you draft Willis then you're not winning next year so why not just tank anyway um, it, it's not that simple in my opinion it's do you really like Malik Willis as the future of your franchise if you do, then you take him. And, and you by can, the way, they're not going over next year with Malik Willis as their quarterback. No, and they're not going over with almost anyone, probably anyone. Yes, they're just not bad enough. Yeah, I, I agree. However, you could stumble into a tank season with a rookie quarterback, and I think that's what you guys were talking about with Drew Locke. Do it again. Um, it, it was he does have a, a tiny bit of an upside. And he also has a, a big floor, potentially, or a low floor. Yeah. It's probably the same with a rookie quarterback. And you know what? It's exactly right. 
do the Josh Rosen. Do the Kyler Murray, Josh Rosen. If Malik Willis, you take him at nine and you don't trade up for him, you have barely any investment. One first round pick, that's nothing. Flip it, get Bryce Young, get Stroud, and then boom, you're, you're off to the races. Broncos have lost six straight games that Drew Locke has started. <laughs> It's, there are other fa- there are other uh, factors involved, of course, and you know and, and you know how I feel about QB wins, so I kind of throw that out there as a lark. But uh, that being said, I think with Drew Locke, if he's the quarterback, they still win five to seven games. I don't think there's a realistic quarterback that the Broncos could start like where it wasn't clear that they were trying to tank. Right. That can get them a top two pick. How about yeah. Brett Rippon? That's not that. That's clear. I think. I think what you're saying is Drew Locke, Marcus Mariota, I'm just Teddy Bridgewater. Trubisky. Because I. I don't think. I mean, who's a bad quarterback in the free agent market right now? Because those are like the best, which is crazy. Is Josh Rosen available? Maybe. And let's just say he is. The, he is bad on that list. They're not going to sign him and start him. He's not going to be a legitimate plan going into this let's, season. Let, let's see here. Let's. So I yeah, do think good. the floor is fairly high. And when I say fairly high, I mean five. Yeah, five. Andy Dalton, Bengals went oh. two and fourteen. Start with a season where he started, but that was a. a they I also think had Ryan Finley. I Mike that's Glennon is on the market. Ooh, Geno Flatterth Smith. Mike White is on the market. No, he wouldn't be a Colt plan. McCoy. No. Nope. Wait, Mike White isn't that the guy who balled out a couple games on Thursday Jets? Night Football? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Allen's on the market. Oh, God. Man, yeah. I thought when Joe Burrow got – I thought when he went down in the Super Bowl and was hurt, I was thinking, oh, man, are we going to have Brandon Allen coming in like he's going to blow here? it and get his car burned down again. <laughs> Nick <laughs> Mullins is on the market. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be an option. Um, let me let me mull that over. Sean right. Mannion. Uh, yeah. Oh, Big Al's Big Al's guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Brian Hoyer's on the market. Blaine Gabbert. Kyle <laughs> Allen. He's an RFA, and there's mm. Trubisky. Super Chat came in. Josh Rosen, by the way, is on the market, too. Oh, let's go. go. All right, I'm in on that. Uh, Chance Greg says, if Drew Locke takes us to the playoffs next year, do you still draft a quarterback? It's a, it's a bad situation to be in, but um, no, you, you you would stay with Drew Locke. It I depends mean, it, how you get there, though. Yeah, I, I don't think this – like last year, I could see a situation where the Broncos got to the playoffs with not very good quarterback play. I think the Broncos are going to lose too much uh, on defense to be able to get there without the quarterback being so good enough. He's exactly. Good enough. So I do yeah. think if the Broncos make the playoffs this year, uh, under whatever quarterback, it's because that quarterback played pretty darn good. Yeah. I will also offer this though: Nathaniel Hackett called plays for a Buffalo offense that got to nine and seven with Kyle Orton at quarterback. And EJ Manuel starting the first part of the year, and of course ten and six with with Blake Bortles at quarterback. So there's a scenario where he's eking just enough out of Drew Locke to where you make the playoffs, but he's not the reason. And like I said earlier, the key would be don't get don't get fooled, don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. I think a big difference though is how impressive it would be to get to the playoffs in this division and because you'd have to do well enough in this division and the AFC is also really tough I you're right it can happen I just don't think it would final one here from Bronk Oilers 
Ben Albright had put out there that Caleb Ellaby from Western Michigan is a guy the Broncos really like on day three and feel like there's someone they can pretend he's someone they could potentially develop into something. Have you guys watched much of him? He's got a good he's got good arm talent, but not much to offer in mobility and perform pretty well for a small school guy. Second part here, if Rodgers and Wilson don't happen, how would you feel about a Kirk Cousins plus a developmental guy like Ellaby provided the contract is reasonable? Well, that's a dream world. The contract yeah. will not be reasonable, yeah. 40, but con- 40 mil for Kirk. If the contract was reasonable, yeah, I'm all about it. Um, at least, you know, because to me, reasonable is like 28 oh, um, yeah. for Kirk Cousins. Here's the problem with all this. Let's not get in the trap of thinking the day three guy is somebody you plan around. Yes. And it's a lottery ticket, and if it works out, wonderful. But you don't say, well, our plan is to develop this quarterback we took in the fourth round. Right. You can't You can't do that. If he develops, that's a bonus, and then you adapt accordingly. But you don't say, that's our plan. I mean, you don't even do that with a second-round quarterback, yep. frankly. No, yeah, absolutely not. And Caleb Ellaby is someone who's a very good decision-maker. At least that's what he proved to Western Michigan. So I like that, but you can't. You can't sell me on, on any guy that's not in the first round. And that's just how it's going to be, like May said. If you're taking a quarter, what are you doing taking a quarterback in the second round? We just went through that. I don't want to be about that. And uh, get ready to pay Kirk Cousins four years, $160 million. And the fact that he's not dual threat to some degree means he's going to fa- he when he gets out there, he's going he's gonna to face coverages that don't have to account for him taking off and running. And so that, that in turn will probably hinder his development a little bit. Man. Just that just makes me excited about Malik Willis. It'd be, yeah. so, it'd be so fun to watch. Yes, he would be. He'd he, be entertaining regardless. He will discombobulate some defenses early. Yeah. If you and if you game plan correctly for him, you I mean, you can do some of the Lamar Jackson things with him. Totally. You really can. And, and you know, when I talk Lamar Jackson's a perfect example of the way I talk about if this was a great quarterback draft class, the way people would be talking about Malik Willis. When Lamar was in that draft class, I, I remember it. You know, we were saying this guy, you know, could be as good as anyone in this class. He's a, he obviously wasn't getting the love um, that, you know, all those guys at the top were getting. But he was like the great unknown, right, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of he's so athletic, he's so freakish that this could really work. And so that it, the great unknown was a positive for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas Malik, because he's surrounded by guys who are so meh, He's being elevated to QB1 in the class, and so he's being held to a totally different standard um, rather than, oh, he's the the dark horse of the class, you know? Very fair. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And he's just being knocked every time he's put as the top guy. Right, right. But, mm-hmm. you know, no, Lamar didn't need to be the top guy to succeed. Yeah, that's for sure. 50 or 32nd pick in the first round. And now there was rumors that they're, they're not sold on – yeah, give them to me. Give yeah. them to me. Let's send three first yeah. round picks for. Yeah, let me revise my list. Really <laughs> yeah, quick. seriously. Uh, all right, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us today on a uh, longer version of the pod. Appreciate all you guys who tuned in. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. Hit us with a nice review over there on iTunes. We always love those. More and more coming in these days. Appreciate you for that. We're almost at 700, so Woo. keep those coming in, and we will catch you tomorrow with a great edition of Three Ring oh, Circus baby. featuring our friend Ryan Edwards. We'll see you. Roll out the truck and- Took a country drive Now I'm